The reviews are in, and we're going to tell you what they are. He's Todd Vandenberg, I'm Rob Steele, and we're going to start with a trailer, the way most theater experiences begin these days. Or at least I'm told. I haven't been to a theater in, what, it's been a, 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 what almost two years now. Feels like, feels mm -hmm. like longer. Damn you, COVID. Anyway, big trailer of the week. Actually, there's two big trailers this week, and I'll get to the second one after the first one, because that's how numbers work. We're going to start with start with Venom or I, I, it had a subtitle. And you know what? I couldn't care any less about what the subtitle for this is, because I watched the trailer for the second Venom movie. And to me, it it didn't look like a superhero movie. It looked like and this hit me a little while ago. It looked kind of like. They remade Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, only John Candy's character is now not being played by a big fat guy. He's now being played by a growth on Tom Hardy. Yes. It 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 didn't it looked like a stupid comedy with a potentially decent fight scene. I, I think it I think they're going to go for a horror comedy vibe on this one. Is what that's what I'm getting from the trailer. Uh, Let There Be Carnage is the subtitle. Thank you. I knew it had... Uh, Carnage is the main bad guy played... Uh, who is it? Uh, it's not Bruce Willis. Jeez. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. I'm not sure how I got the two of them confused. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Yes. Woody Harrelson's character, Carnage, will be the non-comedic aspect of this film. For sure. Because... Carnage is not a pleasant character. Venom well, isn't either in the books, actually. Right. They've, they've, they've played around with Venom a lot because he became so popular. They say, oh, let's make him an anti-hero, and he's shown up. Isn't he on the Dark Avengers in one? I think he's part of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy somehow now. Yeah. So they play with that character a lot. I enjoyed the first one. It was better than I expected because Sony had kind of crapped the bed quite a bit with uh, yeah. some of their excursions I, I mean i don't think it's a great movie by any means but it's a fun movie so that, that's all my expectations are is that this will be a fun movie uh, the trailer does have some pretty um funny parts which again not what i would have expected from a venom film before the last one came out and i love tom hardy tom hardy is fantastic so for me it's like well i'll get to see tom hardy and woody harrelson's almost always worth watching so yeah, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell. The movie may just be garbage because, <laughs> again, Sony doesn't have the best track record. <clears throat> but I'm looking forward to seeing it. I mean, it's going to be better than their version of iRobot, which had nothing to do with the original uh, the original book. I don't know if I sighed, oh, God, loud enough for everyone to hear. But, yeah, oh, God, that movie is atrociously bad. Jesus. And And if they had done a couple stories from the book... Could have been the best science fiction movie ever. It could have. <laughs> That's I mean, what's the, so frustrating. <laughs> a, a lot of people don't realize that iRobot, the book, is actually a collection of short stories. And what they tried to do was Caves of Steel, the follow-up. No relation. Um, but And I love, I love the entire series. But the movie just did. And I love Will Smith. This movie did not work. At all. How's that for a quick review? Um, a, and they actually did a version of of um, one of the, the main stories in iRobot, I think, for The Outer Limits. 
several years. I don't think it was the original Outer Limits, but I think it was like the first remake of the Outer Limits, and that one was done pretty well. Where a, a robot allegedly, apparently, kills its master, and they put the robot on trial, and that's one of the seminal stories. Yeah, and it goes to the whole uh, Google Three Laws of Robotics, and we we'll go on with our show. But someday they'll make a movie, and actually, better yet, they should. Netflix or HBO Max or someone should well, actually, say oh, Apple's doing series? Apple's doing Foundation right it's like because you could do uh, several seasons of stories just based on iRobot because I that would love story. to see that because um, they were they were great stories Even, yeah. I don't care if they were written and and think about this almost a hundred years ago yeah that's they are great stories that's wild. Anyway, anyway, the second the second trailer <laughs> that, that I wanted to talk about briefly comes from Martin Scorsese, and it's his trailer for Flower Moon. Now, the reason this made news this week is because a lot of people looked at the trailer and said, Leonardo DiCaprio is supposed to be in this movie, but I can't find him. Wait, that's him? So... A lot of people think that Leonardo DiCaprio is completely unrecognizable in this movie. So I watched the trailer and I saw the character that's supposed to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. And I got to say, I don't know if he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. He looks an awful lot like an older, slightly chunkier version of the guy who was in Titanic. Oh, wait, that was Leonardo DiCaprio. That's who he looks like. How can you how can you not recognize him? People get kind of overblown at times. He's, he's not in blackface. <laughs> there are no prosthetics involved. He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Do I remember anything about the trailer? No. Do I care anything about the trailer? Not at this point. It, it just... that that That's something that irked the crap out of me this week. I, I, I did not care for... I don't really care for Leonardo DiCaprio anyway, but that's just me. People will go a little bit overboard with their uh, exclamations of, oh my God, have you seen this? It's like, yeah, and? Clickbait, thank you. Yep, which is very sad. That's, what? Okay, (laughs) I'm looking at the photo now because I haven't seen it. And here's a James Gunn. This is lovely. A, A comment from James Gunn because... New York Post says, Leonardo DiCaprio, unrecognizable in first photos of new Scorsese film. And there is a photo of uh, an, an, a male actor wearing kind of a purple coat and a gray shirt with a maroon tie. And, and a Leonardo DiCaprio face. And a Leonardo DiCaprio face and an actress sitting t- to his right. James Gunn, he must be the person in the left if he's unrecognizable because the person on the right looks exactly like Leonardo. It does. It's like, what? Thank you. Fans pointing out that actor Leonardo DiCaprio looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. It's astounding. What? <clears throat> Ron. I, I don't I don't understand people. I really don't. Well, it's the New York Post, so. Mm. Holy shit, how stupid can you be? Well, very stupid. Thank you for thank you for that, New York Post. Let's see. Uh, other news this week. There is going to be another Dragon Ball Super movie coming out next year. And that is the extent of what we know about it. Yay. 
So moving on. Um, I just wanted to throw it in. I've got no details about it other than it comes out next year. Yay. I do have th- now. This is some great news. Uh, probably just for me, because I know a lot of people like the show, The Voice. I can't stand any of those shows. So the good news for me is that The Voice has been reduced, the the way I understand this is they cut it in half. It is now going to be half as long as it was in previous seasons. So it's not been canceled. Damn it. But it's been cut in half, which is, you know, that's as close as we're going to get right now. I'll take it. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I have to go back to the to Leo, unrecognizable Leo. Okay. Universal Studios put up their tweet. Bruce, unrecognizable in Jaws studio tour scene. And it's a photo, of course, of the giant mechanical shark jumping out at the, at the people on the ride. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. What a bunch of morons. Yeah. So let's see. Occasionally I like those uh, singing competition shows because occasionally there's someone on there that can really sing. But I really like the people who can't sing and think they can. Those are so fun. See, the reason those shows irk me is because I've I've worked with struggling bands. And I mean, first off, there is not a show that does bands. There are people be. who play instruments still. There was there was a band competition show lasted one season and people didn't like it for whatever reason. <laughs> I and I don't get that. And a lot of the thing, whenever I I, I am subjected to these shows because my wife and my daughters love them. Uh, whenever I hear a song that I basically I describe the shows as amateur singers mutilating songs I didn't care for in the first place. Very because true. That's, yes. that's usually what it is. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I mean, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, someone tried to cover the Pink Floyd song, Money, but they decided to remix it without any bass. I'm sorry, the most distinctive part of that song is the bass line. And they did it without that, and my God, that sounded wrong. That's a different competition. I was trying to make an impression. You did, and it's a sh- it's a crap one. Get off the stage. Um, but here's someone we want to put on the stage. And this ought to be interesting because the Venice Film Festival, which is coming up actually, Yeesh. might be airing the new version of Dune. That's very interesting. So we might be getting some some Dune reviews, which I think could be interesting because I've been looking forward to this. It looks excellent. Um, and it's supposed to be following the book a lot more than the previous version did. The previous movie version, I should say. Because um, hmm. the previous movie version, it, it made some stuff up for that. And you kind of go, why did you make up things? <laughs> the, the weirding modules, not in the book. Um, not sure where that came from. But... Uh, it's go- it's going to be two movies. I'm not sure if that qualifies for a series, but I did want to ask you about a series that you said you watched this. You watched well. It's, it may or may not be a series, because um, there was what Jupiter Ascending, then Jupiter Rising. Now there's Jupiter's Legacy, which I figure is kind of like the Guardians movie, which started off with the Guardian, 
uh, followed by uh, Guardians, which was mm-hmm. went from being a lawyer movie to an owl movie to Rise of the Guardians, which has Santa Claus, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. So the Guardian series is just weird. <laughs> is the, is the Jupiter case. series a, a, as weird, or is it, it? I know it's not related at all. Yes, uh, not. Jupiter's Legacy. Talk to me. Jupiter's, yeah, Jupiter's Legacy is not related to those other things at all, and it's it's interesting because now there are two competing superhero family dramas out, which is an odd thing. Uh, Invincible came out maybe a month and a half ago or so, and that's on Prime. And on Netflix, they have Jupiter's Legacy. Invincible, we may touch base on later, animated. Jupiter's Legacy, live action. The concept here is pretty interesting. So this is Jupiter's Legacy is about a super powerful, almost completely powerful superhero who and so it's the story of how he got his powers and how his little core buddies all got their powers and modern times modern times wow yeah it's not charlie chaplin modern times as in now of their legacy being handed down to their offspring because these guys are still around they've got their powers uh like wrapped up the time of the stock market crash by the way like 1929, 1930, in that range there. And because of those powers, they have an extended lifespan, so they're still kicking around and kicking butt and doing just fine. And now their offspring are powered, and it's about the conflict between the two. And most of them are heroes of the, the original group, but maybe not all of them, because we find out there is a villain in the mix there. And in the offspring, some are good guys, some are bad guys. And most of them have conflict with their parents, which kind of happens in families. So you get this, it's, an, it's a very interesting mix where you've got the origin story, how they got their powers, which is actually pretty interesting when it starts back in the, the late 20s and you, you follow the characters along. And the family conflict now. And at the same time, you've got superhero fights. Because it would be a weird superhero movie without superhero fights. Uh, the effects are kind of strange. Sometimes the effects are really good. Sometimes they're just they're not quite there. They're never bad by any means. But they're, they're kind of spotty. Some look really good. Some are just... Yeah, that looks like from Greatest American Hero. Uh, not not exactly <laughs> the, the, the top quality you would expect. But it's not enough to take you out of it. So I think the plotline is very, very interesting of the family struggles. Um, Josh Duhamel plays the Utopian, also known as Sheldon, because that's his name. Um, <laughs> Leslie Bibb is his wife, and so they, who also is powered. So it's this conflict between him who has, between the utopian who has this code, very similar to like Spider-Man's code or Superman's code, you know, we don't rule, we do the right thing, we never take lives, etc. And then a lot of the younger heroes are kind of like, yeah, that's like a really old concept that doesn't work today. So there's kind of this conflict between that those issues of always being, doing the right thing and it's like, listen, this is the real world, dude. We can't just, like, 
uh, okay, I'll take you to jail and watch them break out of jail and go kill more people, that, that kind of a deal. Acting is very good. Uh, it jumps back and forth between the stories. Each episode is, I think, maybe 45, 50 minutes long, and there's eight episodes in all. And I, I really do like this dual storyline of finding out how they got their powers and then the current point and then the family drama and the fights that happen all in, in the current time. I think it's totally worth watching. I did like Invincible a little more, actually. I think the acting actually is Invincible and Invincible is a little bit better. Um, but Jupiter's Legacy is totally worth watching. You can do the whole show in one sitting. You're going to be sitting there for a while because it's eight episodes, but you can binge You can binge it because it is Netflix. Totally, totally worth it. And for that matter, you can binge Invincible now because all the, all the episodes are out on, on Amazon. Uh, also, though, you'll like this. Tyler Maine is one of the stars. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tyler Maine is one of the stars. Um, and he's like a, definitely a secondary character, but he's there. But it's definitely, this is from Mark Miller, who is basically comic book legend. Uh, so it's from his mind. It's based on the books that he had done. Very interesting. Uh, definitely set up for a second season. I don't remember if they have already given the green light to a second season. I want to say I saw something that said they greenlit it. And, and of course, being Netflix, they could green light it and then change your mind because they love to do series and it's like, ah, okay, we're going to cancel it. Everybody liked it, but we're going to cancel it anyway. Which is... well, you mentioned The Greatest American Hero a little while ago and I had to right. look this up because I, I remember them do, they said they were going to reboot it. Yeah. Um, and, that, and then I click, that was three years ago. Yeah. And yeah, apparently they made a pilot and ABC went, nope. And that was the end of it. Yeah, The Greatest American Hero was a... We should actually talk about that at some point. Not right now, because we're not prepared, but I mean, that was a really fun show. That that was. A very, very cool show. Very fun. And I don't know if William Cat. I mean, he, I'm sure there are actors who could pull it off, obviously, but he, he lent a lot to that show. He had a very interesting quality, so... Anyway, Jupiter's Legacy, watch it. And I already talked about Invincible to some extent. Invincible is much more violent like almost yeah. more combat level violent, like holy crap. Uh, Invisible's great. Jupiter's Legacy, I'd say, is really good. But either way, both of those are definitely worth watching, without a doubt. Well, I've been doing a lot of thinking about family stuff in the past week because I have a family. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> and it's that time of year again, because we've been going through... Uh, my daughter's going through all their school stuff and it's what well, it's mid-May graduation's coming up. So I thought let's talk about a high school movie that has a bit to do with graduation. Although I don't think they're, they, they didn't make it to graduation because a lot of the people in the school uh, got done blown up, <laughs> which uh, I'm not going to recommend at all. I am, however, going back to the 80s for this and talking about Heathers, which I remember when this came out and it was a spectacular, uh, actually it was kind of a flop in theaters, but when it hit VHS, 
which is the predecessor to DVD, for those of you who don't remember. Um, God, you, you couldn't go anywhere without someone having a copy of this. Yeah. Because it was just hugely popular. And then we could not keep it in stock. <clears throat> it was always, always out. Super popular. Uh, movie starred Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, and uh, I don't know, was it was Shannon Doherty in it before 90210? I don't remember when that came out. I think, I think it's on purpose. I tried to put 90210 <laughs> out of my head entirely. What's before? Um, but basically, the, the story focuses on Winona Ryder's character. She plays Veronica, and she's trying to kind of be... Be part of the in crowd. But the in crowd at this school, all of the girls in the in crowd are named Heather. It just works out that way sometimes. Um, Shannon Doherty is one of them. Uh, Lizanne Falk and Kim Walker are the other two. But then Winona meets J.D., played by Christian Slater, who is very much the outsider of, of the school, really. And... Once they, they get together and they start doing, they started off being kind of silly about it, but then they killed one of the Heathers. Oops, didn't mean to. And, and so they decide to kind of take it out on the rest of the school and go after some of the other, some of the popular football players, some of the other Heathers, and some of the people who are just horrible, horrible people uh you know the 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 bullies and the the snobby people that constantly put down other people that somehow don't fall into the category of bully i haven't figured that out yet really mm-hmm. um but it's a, it's a great movie with a yes. a frankly a great cast uh there's a lot of one liners that you will walk out well walk out like you're going to a theater to see this <laughs> you will walk out of you, your living room Walk out of your living room and tell it to the kids when you get to the kitchen. No. Um, <laughs> there, there are, are lines in this lines you will use know. again because it's one, it's one of those movies. It had uh, it was written really well. Was it acted spectacularly? Not necessarily. Um, it, it was an it, it's an 80s teen movie. It, it it kind of gets put into the same category as like The Breakfast Club it's or so uh, Dark. 80s teen movie for sure. <laughs> yeah, this is if the Breakfast Club or Pretty in Pink were dark, because this movie is, but Very. not in a uh, not in a DC Comics way, because you can actually see what's going on here. <laughs> That's very true. But uh, it in a fun way, it's uh, you can watch it all over the place right now. It's on Hulu. It's on Prime Video. Um. AMC Plus, apparently, it's on Pluto TV. If you uh, download that app, which I recommend because it's a very good app. It is indeed. Um, this came out the year before 90210. So. That's, that's what I thought, but I couldn't remember back that far, and I forgot to look it up. Oops. Others <laughs> is a so, great movie. It is. It, it's yeah. a lot of fun, and I'm not going to recommend it for kids to watch. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just because it's a, I'm not even going to necessarily recommend it to high school kids, but you know, definitely anything before that. No, not really. Right. Um, 
yes, there's language. Yes, there's violence. Uh, yes, it's rated R for a reason. Not to the same point as like Invincible, but there's justification of murder. <laughs> there, there is, which is so, probably the worst part of it. <laughs> take it with as much salt as you need. I suspect you'll need more than a grain. No kidding. Uh, but yeah, Heather's was a a spectacularly fun movie. Awesome. Uh, I will, however, say avoid the TV series remake because that it didn't work. I'd blissfully forgotten that they made that. <laughs> I had too until about an hour ago. Then I went, ah, crap. <laughs> there was the thing. Yeah, I- ignore that part. But watch the, watch Heather's and Jupiter's Legacy and Invincible and watch the Venom trailer at your own risk. On one bit of news that we, we skipped oh. over. We should have talked about this in pre-pro. Hi, Ted. <laughs> Damn it. The news of the villain of Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. I missed that. They it's somehow. One site has rumored it. Another one said that Marvel, of course, hasn't confirmed it, but it sounds pretty solid, especially since they foreshadowed it, that it will be Namor. Ooh. No casting news. So, from, and I was going to ask what your reaction is, and there's a reaction. Ooh, I like that reaction. I like the idea of it. Yeah. Um, Let's see, I'm going to go back to, going back to 1989 again, when... (laughs) Me and several college friends decided to cast... Well, actually, we cast the X-Men movie. But then we had too many bad guys, so we cast bad guys. Oh, we need more good guys, so we grab the new mutants. Need more bad guys again. Okay, (laughs) we'll get the Fantastic Four. We ended up casting 400-something Marvel characters. Namor is one of the few I remember. We had uh, Timothy Dalton, which back in 89, that would have worked. I'm not sure who we would get now. Because he's yeah, a, sure. They're, Timothy I mean, Dalton's a bit old for that. Yeah, a bit, a bit. That'd be interesting. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see because that's a hugely important character in, in the Marvel universe, not in the MCU because didn't have rights until now. But now, because uh, that's a character who should be running through a dozen movies. That's how yeah. important it is to the Marvel Universe. So this is really big. And it makes perfect sense in the concept of those two kingdoms uh, having some conflict. Uh, it makes sense for Namor's kingdom to have conflict with any of, this, of the hated surface dwellers. Namor's an awesome character because sometimes mm-hmm. he's a hero, sometimes he's a straight-up villain... He had his had his own book. He had his own TV series or, yeah. or well, cartoon series briefly. Yeah. Um, but he was part of the X Men books. He was part of the Fantastic Four books. He was an Avenger for a while. Yeah. Um, he he came out along with the Human Torch. He was one of the first two. The Invaders. I forgot about that. Yeah. He was one of the first two characters. He was came out in the thirties, the late thirties. So he has been around a long time, and his character really hasn't changed too much over all those decades. <clears throat> I will, however, say this, though, and I, I'm going to bring this bring this out. A lot of people make fun of Aquaman, mm-hmm. who is a very similar character. Right. Um, a lot of people make fun of Aquaman because of a particular ability. Let, I'm going to go through this real quick. Aquaman and Submariner 
both breathe underwater. They both swim, re- you know, at, at supersonic speeds and or whatever. <clears throat> They're both very strong. They're both nearly invulnerable. Here's the differences. Aquaman tele- telepathically communicates with sea life. That makes sense. He lives underwater with sea life so he can telepathically communicate with them. That makes a lot more sense than the Submariner who has little wings on his ankles that let him fly. I knew that was coming. <laughs> that is the one thing I have n- I, I, I don't care for with, with the Submariner because you kind of look at that and go, how? Uh, who knows? Maybe it's kind of like the little wings on the side of Captain America's helmet being letting him fly. It no the same size. Yes, my point. It doesn't work. Anyway, um, totally looking forward to the character because it's a fascinating character. Oh, he is. And I'm looking. Good. Hopefully, we'll have more news for you next week. You know who would have been good for this role? Uh, Fifteen years ago, maybe Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson would have been excellent at this. Liam Neeson would have been excellent. He's a little a little too long in the tooth. Not too long in the tooth to go shoot the hell out of random people as he gets vengeance for whatever the hell happened to his, him and his family. Again. Another one of those again. But <laughs> more power to him for, you know, working, dude. I mean, congratulations. But I'm sure, being Marvel, they will get exactly the right person. So, But that is such a big thing because that character can just go into any of their any of their films because he has relationships with all the characters so it'll be very very cool very cool game plus the fact that hell black panther 2 just that that will be spectacular so look it's been rumored it's it's nice to see that it, it's at least getting closer. It's not completely confirmed, but it will. I suspect it will be soon. Hopefully by next episode, which will, in theory, be next week. In theory. So tune in next week when we'll possibly have more news on this and news on other stuff and more reviews. But in the meantime, yes, COVID still exists. Yes, you should go get vaccinated. No, you should not buy a fake vaccine. I got vaccinated card because vaccinations are free and cards are expensive. That's just stupid of you. Don't do it. Unless you wear it over your nose and mouth. Wear them, wear your masks or just to be completely safe, stay home and watch a movie. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am very disappointed. Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone.